Hey everybody, it's GR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about more random things. But first, now it's motivation time. Hey, listen, motivation time. Rich people, poor people. Poor people like rich, rich people like poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. Think about that when it comes to paying your bills. Pay your bills. Don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Robbing Peter to pay Paul meaning that you're going to sit there and pay one bill but not pay another bill. Listen, put a, if you have the money to pay your bills, pay your bills. It's better to pay your bills than sit there and get a new outfit. Because I'd rather have you be the person that you are to be and you should have a place to stay and a place to live than sitting there not having things like that. Just rob Peter to pay Paul. We don't want to do that. What you also remember this. Never quit your day job while conquering the world. Meaning that if you're going to conquer this world, you can do that. But make sure you have something to fall back on. I know a lot of people, when you watch those TV shows like the Shark Tank, where the sharks will say, um, um, you have a job and you're still doing this business. And the person says, yes. And then they ask them the question is, I don't think you... I don't think that you are focused enough more about this job. You don't care about the company. You care more about your job. Well, person says, hey, I need the insurance. I need to be able to pay my bills. I need to pay my cell phone. I need to pay things like that, my kids and stuff. And I need to have food. So that's why I do that. And they say, well, I don't believe you. No, listen carefully. Scratch what those sharks tell you. Because I'm going to be honest with you. When those sharks became successful, here's how they became successful. They didn't just all of a sudden one day woke up and decided, I'm going to do some things. Oh, a helicopter. And, you know, things like that. Basically, what they're going to be, what they're going to be looking for is simple. Oh, a helicopter's coming ahead. Here we are. That's probably going to the hospital. Yeah, it is. Going to the hospital. If you hear that in the background, it's a helicopter. That's going to the hospital because I'm out and about and I'm outdoors. And they do that. And they mean that. And they, you know, their intentions are good because they want you to be focused on your business and stuff. And everything, but listen. Sometimes, eh, sometimes being focused on your business, 99% of the time. What if all of a sudden you focus on your business, but yet and still you're living in the gutter, meaning that you're homeless, but yet and still you're, you're achieving your dream by getting your business off and running? No. What it means is that if you're going to do that, one of you, if you are a couple, whether you are a husband and wife, wife and husband, um, life partners, or whatever. You need to have one of y'all need to be able to sustain y'all lives. So basically, one of you need to focus on the business while the other one needs to have a job. So when you go on these shows like Shark Tank, you say like, so let me ask you a question. Um, so you you are focused. Um, so you so you work. Yes. And so you don't focus more on the business. No, that'd be my wife or that'd be my partner. Or that'd be my life partner or my spouse. She focuses on the business or he focuses on the business more than me. Because I need to maintain money so we can pay the bills, so we can have a cell phone, so we can have paper for our equipment and stuff that needs to be fixed. And I can have money to say, okay, this right here needs um, an order. I need extra money to pay for these orders. I need gas in my car. That's why I'm working. So you need to tell people that, okay? That's something you need to do, okay? Now let's begin. Oh yeah, remember this before I before I let go. Time is money, money is time. Wasting time is wasting money. Don't waste your time, don't waste money. Okay? Just don't do that. I, I stress that don't do that at all. Don't waste your money, don't waste your time. Just be able to do what you gotta do. Alright? Now let's begin. Listen. When I when I talked about success, I told people success is a measure about what you do. You have to be able to put effort into life. 
liberty and the pursuit of happiness. If you're going to be happy, you need to be able to put yourself in that instant. So here's a good example. If you want to be able to be um, a successful in your business venture, you got to be able to surround yourself with money. I'm going to give you a tip. Surround yourself with money. Money makes the world go round. The happier you are, the better you are with money. Money is the key. It's the root. Money is also the root of all evil because it's a, two, it's a double-edged sword. Money can make you happy. Money can also make you sad because I'm going to tell you right now, if you're trying to build your empire and you're trying to be successful as your business ventures go, this is what some people do. They'll tell everybody that I'm about to do this. And then people will sit there and talk bad about you. About your business will never take off. Your business will never do this. So you'll never be able to be successful. You'll, but then when you become successful, they want you to show them how. What the, can you show me? Help me. It's like being a famous singer. I know some people that they were trying to be a famous singer. They were out there grinding and grinding and grinding. Being a singer, they were grinding, working dead-end jobs to be famous and they were on top of them working at their job they were out there singing some people were doing youtube videos some people were doing like spotify title some people were just doing things like that some people were doing podcasting to to build their brands the object of it is you got to keep doing it sometimes you're going to get a lot of negatives you're going to get a lot of people that's going to put you down it's going to tell you you know that's not the life you need to do you need to you need to be able to do this. You need to be able to do that. Listen, it's not about that. What I'm going to tell you is this. You need to be able to put yourself in perspective. You got to work hard at what you do. Literally, work hard. Because you got to be able to want to achieve what you want. Because what you want to achieve, you got to do it. And you got to, you know, I always say, I tell people, hey, you should start a podcast. Oh, you know, I'm going to do a YouTube video. And I don't know what to talk about. Let me tell you something. It's not about what you, what you got to do is do what I do. And what I do is I tell people one thing. And I stress this. I tell people one thing. Do what I do. I do what I'm doing. And what I'm doing is simple. I do random things. The reason why it's random is till I find my niche. Because I don't know what I want to do, but I'm going to take that gamble. I open the door and I walk in. That's what, that's what my niche is. I open the door. I walk through the door. I didn't open the door and just stood there and go, hmm, what am I going to do today? No, no. I opened the door. I walked through that door. That's what you got to do. Success is measured by walking through that door. Take that leap of faith. Step in. Do what you got to do. Push efforts to do what you got to do. Success is by you working hard. Grind. Get on that footstep. Start grinding. You got to grind hard. Because when you grind hard, people will, will notice you. You know, the most successful people... I notice a lot of people say I'm, they're successful by what they did because they grind. They grind hard and they push hard. They got to do it hard. I mean, some people say, um, some people say you could do more and four, you could do more with four hours of sleep than most people. Um, here's a good example. Curtis Jackson, better known, Mr. Curtis Jackson, better known as 50 Cent, said when he Wanted to be successful, he did something that no other person would do. He was grinding. People were sleeping. When people were sleeping, he was grinding. Beyonce Knowles, Carter. This is what she did. When people were sleeping, she was grinding. She was sitting there thinking of another. She was out there, you know, doing her dance moves, getting her dance moves in track, getting her vocals ready, getting things herself in track, making herself ready. When she was getting her 
when she was doing Coachella, she literally worked nonstop. She would not stop until she got the way she is. She perfected her dance moves and her concert. She worked, she worked, she concert. She was thinking better ways of doing it. No, I don't like that. I'm going to do this again. Same thing with the late great legend Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson would literally work 19 hours a day. He would work himself. He would be like, he worked himself till he couldn't work no more. Dancing, perfecting his dance moves, getting his um, singing correctly. If his vocal's not right, he was producing better vocals. Listen, here's a good one. Here's a great one right here. Mariah Carey, great singer, talented singer. You know what she was doing? When she wanted to produce a better vocals, she was in that studio grinding. She was in her house grinding, singing, producing, producing constantly, singing, singing. Now, for a lot of you out there, like if you go on these TV shows like The Voice or America's Got Talent, let me let me explain something to you. There's on a, on America's Got Talent, there's two as a double-edged sword on that. You can sing um, a cover song and they will know that song and they'll be like, "Oh, you sound great." You can also sing an original. They will say, oh, that's an original. I like the way you did that. I never heard that song before. That's an original. They'll love that. But if you go on Amer- if you go on The Voice and you do an original song, eh, you're not going to get picked. If you don't hit high, high notes, like up in the stratosphere, like Mariah notes, they're not going to pick you. I'm just going to be honest with you and keep it real when it comes to singing. They're not going to pick you. They don't. And I watched the show so many times. I watched all 10, I watched all 10 seasons. I know exactly how they pick people. And they pick people based on what they think the industry wants. And the reality is the industry wants someone. Now, I'm going to tell you what the industry wants. The industry right now is looking for someone who's young. The reason why they want someone young, because in the music industry, it's all about money. A record label will say, I will sign you. Here's a check. Now, they start, they give you a check. They give you like some, what you call, some, some seed money. Money to help you establish yourself, buy you some clothes, get your cell phone paid, stuff like that. Then they will say, okay, that we gave you, as I say, we'll give you $100,000. That's 100 grand they gave you. Now, now they take, now they have what's called a ledger book. Ledger book says it's an IOU book. Okay, he owes, he or she, or they, him, away, he, she, they, you know, the pronouns, whatever, owe me this much money. So, okay, that's $100,000. Now, they're gonna go in the studio. Boom, they got to minus the studio cost, minus the production cost of the record, producers, and everything that that they spent to produce your album and also put it on social media and stuff. Now, you owe them. So now you're in the hole for, say, let's say 500 grand. Now, you go and sell your album. Your album does really good, charts really good. Got to chart really high, got to really chart in in the high number. High numbers mean low numbers, like three, four, like one, two, three, four, and five, that's a high number when it comes to music. Um, it's weird, it's backwards. And then if you're up in the like 80s and 90s, yeah, you chart it. But they want you to get to the numbers where the lowest number. And you get down there, they want, that's what they're looking for. And they're like, okay, so you're charting down there. Boom, great. Now, this is what they're looking at, your low numbers. That's a low, a low, low statistic numbers. So they want you to get, they want you to get as low as possible down there and do what you do. Now, next thing they're going to ask you is another thing. Now that you did that, now you got to go on tour. You got a tour bus, 
and everything. So now you're doing concerts. When we get back to concerts and stuff, now you're doing concerts and stuff. Now, most people in the music industry, they make more money. They make their money. Record artists make more money doing concerts and merchandise. You you know, selling their CDs, yeah. Selling their merchandise, yes. Selling T-shirts, jackets, hats, scarves, whatever they can sell. Te- underwear, whatever, with their logo on it. That's what they. That's where they make their money. That's where most of their artists make a lot of their money. They do it like that. Then they turn around. The artist turns around, and the record label says, "Okay, now you made, you sold, so you you sold. Let's say you sold 10 million records. That's a seven cent, seven cents a record. That means you made." $700,000, okay? Say, let's say, we'll do it like that. We're, my math may be wrong, but we're just going to use that as an example of math. Okay, so now you made $700,000, okay, from your record with um, everything. Then the record label says, okay, we got to minus the money we spent. So that's $500,000 minus that. So now you have two hundred grand in your pocket. Then the record label says, oh, by the way, you have a purse. Plus, now, on top of that, you have a manager. Your manager, the minimum requirement that a manager takes, the bare minimum, is 10%. So you take 10% of 200000 Okay? So the, minus that, you have about, say, we'll just roughly say you have, like, out of that, you have, like, say, 120000 Out of the 200000 you have 120000 You paid your manager and some other legal fees and stuff, lawyers and stuff. So you have 120000 now, out of $120,000, can you actually live on 120 grand? No. So a lot of them do these things called global tours and stuff, and they go around the world just so they can make money. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. See what I mean? Now there, and then you, and then you like you have the number one hit album. You're you're getting all these awards and stuff, but reality is it's not a lot of money. You have to hustle. Being a singer is a hustle game. Being a, being a singer is a hustle game because if you if you didn't write the song, you have songwriters. They get paid based off of your song. If your song's the number one hit song and it's charting for say, say, um, say, say it's charting for like um, ten weeks, number one, ten weeks, boom, that record, that writer's getting paid for being charting for ten weeks. And if and you know, and if your song is constantly charting, constantly making hits and hits and hits after hits, hits after hits, they're making money. You're making a little bit of money. It's like a pie, you know, and, and, and like in fractions. You, you take that pie and you start cutting it. Now, if you wrote your songs, if you wrote your like, there's some artists that wrote their own songs. They wrote their own song. They produced their own music because they had their own studio. They produced their own music. Billie Eilish, a good example. Her and her brother did their music. She, he wrote all the songs. She, both of them wrote the songs. They co-wrote the songs. They also did their own studio. And guess what? When it came to splitting the money, the pie split down the half. The, the pie was split three ways. Here's how it was split. One half went to the record label because the record label needs their cut. The other two went to Billie Eilish and her brother. And that's where, and that's how it was split. They had more in their pocket. So for you and everyone else, that's how they made money. What I'm saying is that when it comes to being into business, that's why a lot of um, groups, 
lot of music groups, they, they break up because they have to split. So if you're in a group of, say, four or more, say you're in a group like, say you're in a group of three or more, you got to split that half amongst the three or four. Say it's four people. You got a half of the money. That half has to be split four ways. Then it has to be split again another four ways because you got to pay the manager. Now, some record labels, some artists in a group have their own personal manager. Like, I have my own personal manager, or I have a PA, this is a personal assistant, you got to pay them. See, and you're steady spending out money. Good, good, a good, here's a good what not to do. Look at, um, what not to do. Look at um, MC Hammer. MC Hammer had the number one hit record, had made over $30 million. Within one year, he was broke. You know why? Because he was spending. He was spending more than what he was making. That's what I mean. He was constantly spending on what he was making. Now, another person, another group was TLC. They did the same thing. They had the number one hit song, but they were broke. They were broke. Because they had all these people they had to spend, they had all these people they had to pay. Because when you as an art, you the artist is like a, you the artist is like a good example. You're the company. You're the artist. You are the company. And everybody around you work for you. You're the business because you're the brand. And they work for you. And because they work for you, you have to pay them. So all these people you put on your payroll, you got to pay them money. So that's why a lot of artists, musically, artists tend to do one thing. They start diversifying their money what little they have they start investing in other things so they want to grow their money like a lot of artists will sit there and grow their money some artists will start their own record label start their own production company some of them will some of them will will take their money and build their own studio the reason being is they want to save money by having their own studio so they can do they can they can produce they can record their own music instead of having the record label to spend money on a studio time they can do it themselves here's the here's another one that was really really I didn't know this until I did some research is um, Tupac, Tupac Shakur did something that no other artist has ever done. Tupac literally did this. He went into the studio and a few other artists did this too. A bunch of other artists do this. Tupac went into the studio and he recorded, he went in the studio and he and also another great artist did this too is Prince, the late great legend Prince did this too. He would go into the studio, he would spend a day in the studio and he would do at least, I mean, he would do at least, Prince did this, he would do at least three to four or five or six or seven albums in that day, in one day, in a studio, because he knew the time, because he knew that he was spending money in a studio, so he would go in there, he would knock out as many albums that he could in that studio time because he knew time was money money is time wasting time you're wasting money and a lot of a lot of people in the music industry know that when you're in the studio you're wasting and if you're just sitting there wasting time getting drunk getting high and stuff like that you're not you're you're wasting money because that's costing the record label and if but if it's your studio like say for instance if it's your own personal studio you can do whatever you want because it's your studio but but still remember that's still your that's still time so that's money that you are wasting. Don't do that. Just remember that. Don't waste time. Okay? And, and that concept is simple when it comes to business. 
Time is money. Money is time. Wasting time, you're wasting money. Don't waste money, which is your time. Because your time is most importantly valuable, okay, when it comes to doing stuff like that. Time management is the key to success. When you do that, in the United States military, they always told us in the military, speed is speed and intensity. When you do something, do something with purpose. Do something with purpose and life. So a good example I learned when I was in the, when I was in the U.S. military is that the early bird gets the worm. So when we had to do a PT run, we would get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, 0200. Yeah, 0200, we would get up at 0200. And we're doing, uh, we're getting ready. At 2.30, we're out the door running, doing a PT run at 2, 2.30. By the time we come back, it's almost like five. It's like we come back, we do our run, we do our clean down, shower, ready. And we're out the door at 6 o'clock. And then we're having our day. Our day, is, our day is going. And then we're doing our daily routine, getting our day done and everything else that we need to do. You know, pr- progressing, putting things effortless into what we do. And what we need to do and stuff like that and getting our time because that's how the military teaches us. Everything is all about time. And when you're in combat, it's the same thing. And the same simple principle in combat. It's all about the early bird. Do you think the enemy waits for you to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock in the afternoon? No. The enemy is 24-7. You don't know when they're coming, so you got to prepare yourself. That's why they have war games. That's why they go out and they do these training exercises. They're telling you, get ready, because you don't know. Pre-planning is the best key. So if you're going to do your business, plan. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. Get everything done. Get everything the way it's supposed to be, because you is the one that's going to have things. And if it's your business, it's not like a good example. If it's your business, make sure your business is running good. If you got a screw up, if you got a screw, if you got a, a screw up employee, they're not going to look at that employee's as a screw up. They're going to look at you because your name, your face is your business. So you're the one that's going to take the hit. So basically, run your business tight, efficient, but don't micromanage your business. But make sure your business is good because in business you're going to run through a lot of employees. I learned this. I I, I used to work for a guy. He had his own business. Within one month, he had over 30 different employees in one month. People come, they didn't like it, they quit, people quit, people get fired, people said something to a customer, they didn't, he didn't like it, he had to fire them. You know, he couldn't keep them, even though he wanted to, but then he had to find someone else. He had to find a replacement. And you do that. You'll run through a bunch of employees until you find that one good one. It, it, it happens. So what I would tell you is that if you're going to do your business, do your business the best you can, run your business, pre-plan yourself, follow you through, and also remember the most important thing. Life is a gamble. You got to be willing to gamble. You know, it's like playing the lottery. You're going to win sometimes. You may win. You're going to win maybe once. But majority of the time, you're probably going to lose. So just remember, when you lose, you got you to remember, when you fall, you got to get back up. Pick yourself back up and fall. That's the simple thing about running business. Same thing. People always say, what does music, what does being a singer have to do with business? It's the same principle. Being a songwriter or singer, it's the same principle as running a business. They're the same analogy. It's just that one person is singing, another person is running a corporation, running a company. You got to do that. You got to be out there up early in the morning grinding. You can't be sitting there, you can't be sitting there like this. 
okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off work. I'm going to go party till 2 o'clock in the morning. And then I got to get up at 4. That is not how it works. Because you're going to, the whole day, you're going to be dragging. So you need to, you need to be like team though. You need to be team early bird. The early bird gets the worm. So it means you got to go to bed early. And you got to get up early. Go to bed late. Guess what? You're going to end up getting up late because you're so tired. You're either drunk, got hungover, and you're going to sleep all day. And then you got to get up and you're running around. Oh, I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. That's not how it is. You got to be there on time. I, 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 I do this. Come to work early. If you got a job, come to work early. Like I used to work at this one restaurant. I will come to work two hours. I will come to work an hour. I will come to work two hours early every day. And I would sit. I would sit not in my car. I would sit out. I would sit in the restaurant in the back, in the employee area where the employees would sit. I would just sit there. People ask me, why are you here so early? Because I'm here because of my business. I'm here because I want, I, want, I want the manager to see that I'm here on time. They would be like, oh, Michael, you're here. Oh, good. Oh, you're here early. I'd rather be, I, and I would always tell them, I'm here early than late. I didn't time in, but I'm here early. I'd rather be here on the property early than late. I'm not here to work. I'm just here early because I want you to see me. Because when you see me, you know that you ain't got to worry about making a phone call. Hey, Michael, where are you at? You know, a good example. You know, that's how people would say, hey, where are you at? Hey, Michael, where are you at? Yeah, that's my government name. People be like, hey, Michael, where are you at? And that's what they would say. And I would go, hey, I'm here. And I'm here. I'm there at work. So that's what you need to do, okay? In closing, I got to cut this short because I got to get I gotta get to work because I got to go to work. I'm going to be here early. I got to go, go and change clothes and I got to go pay some bills. So what I'm in closing, what I want to say is, look, remember the keys to, remember the keys to success. You're the one. If you have a dream, if you have a dream about own, about doing something, starting a business or whatever you want to do, get up early. If you do like, if you're like me, some people can't get up early because they work. Say they say you work the graveyard shift. Say you work grave. That means when you get off work, sleep for four hours, then get up. You have the rest of the rest of the day to do what you got to do. Take care of business, get on your social media, check your status, post some things, do things like that. I, I, I really highly recommend that. If you work grave, you work the graveyard shift, get up, sleep for four hours. You don't need, you don't need, some people need eight hours. Some people have kids. Some people say, well, I got kids. Well, then you need to take that time that you have kids because you have kids, you need, to, need to time manage yourself. Okay, I'm going to spend, say I'm going to spend two hours with my kids. Before I go to work, then that means you got to get up a little bit early to spend two hours with your kids. If you're with a husband, your wife, your life partner, or whatever, y'all need to rotate. Y'all need to you need to find a job where that person works days and and you work nights, or you work days and that person works nights. So y'all both can be there with the kids. And then when you get off work, if you work days, when you get off in the evening time, you need to spend time with the kids. Spend that time, two hours. Spend two hours with them, meals or whatever. Don't miss opportunities to spend with kids. Some people say, well, oh, you know, no, no. Spend time with your kids. That's important. And I say that because that's what you need to do, okay? Spend time with your kids. Spend time, you know, with your with your significant other. Just that couple, one, even if it's 30 minutes, spend 30 minutes. Just 30 minutes. And then go and do what you got to do. If you're getting ready to go to work, you cross paths. Hey, how was your day? You know, you need to say, how was your day at work? Oh, my day at work was good. Oh, great. 
great. Oh, by the way, I made lunch. I made your lunch. Okay. I took the time to make your lunch. You know, don't be sitting there and and do what most people do and just be like, uh, I got to go buy. Oh, I'm going to buy lunch. No, 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 no. Make a person's meal. Um, do the simple things, you know. The simplest thing is making someone's lunch is great. Another great thing is just showing interest. And if you're out and about and you're on your way home and you, you notice this person's forgot something, like, um, oh, oh, I know you, for, this person forgot, like, good example. I know this person needs um, gas in the car. You come in the house, you, you grab the keys, you get out. That person's getting ready to go to work. You get out, you go get gas. Simple thing like getting gas is the most important thing to a person. Like, oh, hey, by the way, I just got your keys. I, I, just, I just put gas in your car. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That person needs gas to get to work. So y'all are a team. It's a team effort. If you want to build this um, mega empire amongst yourselves, y'all both need to work together as a team. Okay? All right? All right? Hey, I want to tell each and every one of you who's listening to my podcast, I thank you for listening. I know it's maybe one or two or three sometimes, but that one or two or three sometimes is just one or two or three that you wouldn't otherwise listen. I thank you for listening to my podcast and everything. Oh, there's a helicopter. Boom. Probably going to the hospital. Yeah, it is. And I thank you for listening to my podcast and everything. And hey, hope something that that I tell you inspires you, enriches you, helps you grow, and help you do what you're gonna do. Hey, this is um, Jr. Bell with I Got Your Six podcast. And hey, Bravo Six going dark.